Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. As we roll into Holy Week, and indeed some of these will come out while we're in Holy Week, this is a special treat recorded to us. In 1975, Father James V. McKaminsky, S.J., the pastor at St. Xavier Church in Cincinnati, and the person who had recorded these talks on the seven last words of Christ, uh, passed the recorder on to a friend of my mother's, and she has the original recording, which is now digitized. And I think when you listen to Father Mick Kaminsky on the seven last words, you're going to love it. You will be touched. We're going to put these up one word at a time, the first word, then the second word, then the third word, and I'll try to space them out to make it into Holy Week, uh, but definitely by the time we get to Holy Thursday, all seven of them will be up so that you can listen to all seven, again, on Good Friday, if you wish. Enjoy now, Father James V. McKaminsky, S.J., Treore, The Seven Last Words of Christ. The Seventh Word. Jesus has now but to die. His death is to put the finishing stroke to our redemption, as the prophets assure us. But he must die as God. This man, worn out by suffering, exhausted by his three hours' agony, whose few words were scarcely audible to them that stood round his cross, now utters a loud cry, which is heard at a great distance off and fills the centurion, who commands the guard, with fear and astonishment. It is his seventh and last word. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit directed to men the seventh last word of Christ is directed to God the sixth word was retrospect the seventh word looks forward to eternity let us all together with childlike faith. Let us look at the image of Christ on the cross just just before his dying words. There's always a strange power in the eyes of the dying. You may have seen it in hospitals as I have many times. Strange power in the eyes even when they cannot speak to follow the one's They love. The eyes of Christ are now on the same one they were on when he was born. She looks up into his sacred eyes. What goes through her mind? What pierces her heart just before the relief of death? In a short time, when the body of Christ is laid in the lap of this new Eve, will it seem to her grief-stricken mind that 
that Bethlehem has come back? Will she and the thorn-crowned head pillowed on the cross Would she see the head she drew to her breast at Bethlehem? In those eyes at whose fading the sun and the moon darkened, would she see the baby eyes that looked up at her from the crib of straw? In those helpless feet riveted with nails, would she see the baby feet at which were cast gold and frankincense and myrrh? In those lips, now parched and crimsoned with blood, will she see the ruddy lips she once nourished on the Eucharist of her body? In those hands that now hold nothing but wounds, will she see the hands not quite long enough to touch the huge heads of the cattle? In that sad hour of death, which always makes one think of birth, Mary may feel that Bethlehem is returning. No, Mary. Bethlehem has not come back. Bethlehem is Jesus as sinless you gave him to men. Calvary is Jesus, as sinful man gave him back to you. What intervened? Our sins. If we had not sinned, death wouldn't now hover on black wings over his broken body. If we had not been proud, there would be no crown of thorns. If we hadn't walked the broad way, those feet would never have been pierced. If we had heeded his call, those lips would not now be on fire. If we had been more faithful, that cheek would never have been blistered with the kiss of Judas. He's not white as he came from the Father Mary. He's red as he came from us. Mary, Mary, ask forgiveness for our sin of changing your Bethlehem into Calvary. Beg him in his last remaining sentence to grant us the grace of never crucifying him again. Mary, plead to your dying son that as long as we live, Mary, Jesus is dead. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And with that cry, all nature erupted with a fierce vengeance at the death of its creator. The veil of the temple was rent in two from top to bottom. The ark of the covenant escaped from the holy of holies. There was darkness on the earth and roaring thunder. The rocks were split, the tombs opened, and the bodies of the dead, we were told, walked again. Have you ever considered 
Why the evangelists so emphasize this terrifying reaction of nature at the death of Christ? Was it just to tell us what happened once, 1900 years ago, on the hill of Calvary? No, no. It was to impress on man the effects upon nature and God's whole moral universe by one mortal sin. That's the killing of the life of Christ in the human soul. And it goes on and on and on today at this moment, even at this very hour in this city. That is why Christ is still on his cross. That is why over the altar of every Catholic church across the world is the image of Christ being crucified. One Catholic woman poet caught this awful truth when she wrote this poetic meditation. Whenever there is darkness around me, by day or by night, I am startled by a cry, a cry that came down from the cross. The first time I heard it, I went in search, and I found a man in the throes of crucifixion. And I said, I will take you down. And I tried to take the nails out of his feet. But he said, let them be, for I cannot be taken down until every man and every woman and every child in this world come together to take me down. And I said, but what can I do? I cannot stand the crowd. And he said, go across the world and tell everyone you meet that the God-man is still on the cross. You're on the cross, O Christ, but we must take you down. Our work is not finished until we take your place on that cross. For unless there's a Good Friday in our lives, there will never be an Easter Sunday. Unless there's the garment of a fool, we can never put on the robes of wisdom. Unless there is the crown of thorns, there can be no glorified body for us. Unless there is the battle, there can never be the victory. Unless there is a thirst, there can never be your heavenly refreshment. Unless there is the cross in our lives, we'll never know. We adore thee, O Christ. We thank thee. Because by thy holy cross thou hast redeemed the whole world. 
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You have been listening to a devotional episode of the Bellarmine Forum podcast on the seven last words of Christ, Treore, recording of Father James V. Mikkominski, S.J., in 1975 at St. Xavier Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Production of this episode was underwritten by an anonymous donor that asks you to say your rosary daily. If you would like to underwrite production of the podcast, contact the forum using the contact form on the website bellamanforum.org or call us. This podcast is a production of the Bellarmine Forum, formerly known as the Wanderer Forum Foundation. Founded in 1965 on the heels of Vatican II as a faithful enclave of Catholic faith without all the progressive modernist confusion. Our producer sits at the right hand of the Father and will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Our executive director made all things visible and invisible. Our technical director is an unnamed angel assigned to us by the producer per show. The Bellarmine Forum is a nonprofit public charity and all donations are tax deductible to the maximum extent permitted by law. Even if you don't have the funds to donate, say a Hail Mary. There's so many good things going on, and we see just the little things that we have, even on the website, touch lives all around the world. We have stories of parents who didn't realize that the catechism is unchanged and their children should learn about the sacraments. We have others that have put their whole family into the Marian Catechist program because they wanted to learn the faith Those are all good things, and they come about through God using us to touch those people. And that happens through grace, and we get grace from prayer. So more important than the donations are the prayers. Keep Continue to pray for the Bellarmine Forum. And hopefully you found this presentation of the seven last words of Christ as touching and bringing grace to you as we hope. This show is copyrighted by the Bellament Forum 2019 to the greater glory of God and the honor of his blessed mother.